Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the Heathcliff comics for the week gone by. I do this for reasons I'm not sure of myself, but I do enjoy it. I don't want to think too much about it. Um, as always, you can read along if you like on Go Comics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. Though I'm also interested in the experience you might have if you just hear this, just hear somebody describing a visual medium. That's kind of fun, right? For certain values of fun. Regardless, it's been a week. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of like anecdotes or, or, or wisdom or anything to impart at the top today. Let's just get right into the comics. So, uh, here is the Heathcliff comic for Monday, March 11th, 2019. Uh, we're on the sidewalk in front of Heathcliff's home in the suburbs. It's a pretty standard view of this that we've seen before. We can see Heath, just the corner of Heathcliff's home, uh, the pink house. Um, it is in sort of the upper left quadrant of the panel, and then there's a sidewalk uh, in front of it and a lawn, and the sidewalk uh, sort of describes an arc moving from um, panel, mid-panel right down to lower corner panel left. There's a white picket fence that runs the, in the background, a tree in front of the white picket fence on the lawn in front of Heathcliff's house, and then a couple of buildings in the background you don't need to pay attention to. Um, we're told we don't need to pay attention to them because they are not really colored at all. They're just that sort of grayscale, brutalist gray that we see sometimes. The, um, there's a, a power line or telephone line that runs to Heathcliff's house. So it runs sort of the entire top fifth of the panel from panel right to the uh, uh, to the house at the, at the extreme of panel left. Two birds are seated on it. They're the blue birds we always see. And walking on the street, walking upright like a human and not a cat, is Heathcliff himself. He's walking down the sidewalk, um, and his path suggests he entered the panel on the right and is moving towards the lower corner of the panel on the left. So, with all that said, Heathcliff is also wearing jeans. He's wearing blue jeans, and we can see that they are they're pretty tight on his body. Jeans sometimes are. Um, and uh, and that that's that's reinforced by the by the birds, uh, one of whom has its mouth open. He's providing caption for the panel, and he's saying. Not skinny enough for skinny jeans. And Heathcliff himself, he doesn't look troubled. You know, he's got his normal sort of heavily littered expression on of just like, just going about my day, ruling by fear. Um, which, and that's, that's interesting to me because like Heathcliff's almost never wearing clothing unless it is like, I'm wearing the clothes of a king because I'm at a king party or whatever, you know, whatever silly thing. In this case, 
it looks like he specifically, he, I guess the point I'm making is that Heathcliff only wears clothes when it's part of the narrative of the panel. Um, and there's sort of like an understanding of that in the world of Heathcliff. The, the characters in Heathcliff seem to understand to an extent that they are actually in a cartoon and that some of these things that happen happen to serve a punchline. Therefore, Heathcliff, aware of the fact that he rarely wears clothing unless it is for the purposes of a punchline, got up today, put on jeans where the only punchline would be directed at himself. Nobody forces Heathcliff to do anything in Heathcliff's world. He puts on what he wants to put on. He does what he wants to do. And these birds are playing a very dangerous game, even making fun of him, because Heathcliff regularly uh, destroys birds. And, of course, that would be part of the reason they would insult him. Um, Though also, hey, as a guy who's struggled with his weight, fuck you. Those birds are dicks. Um... I guess the whole the whole sort of thing I'm 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 working my way through is what I said sort of a little bit ago, which is Heathcliff set himself up for this joke, knowing that a joke would be made. And there's something profound there. There's there's something sad there, but also like was Heathcliff hoping that a different joke would be made? Is he vulnerable right now? Have the birds decided to bully that vulnerability? Let's move on. This is the Heathcliff panel for Tuesday, March 12th, 2019. We're in the backyard, and it's it's weird here. Um... How to describe. Okay, so we're in the backyard. It's suburbs. There's the suburbs in the background with the shrubs and the house that is brutalist gray. There's um, a fence, and the perspective of the fence is sort of um, moving from lower panel left to mid panel right. So a slight arcing away and description of uh, perspective that uh, vanishes towards the right of the panel. It also sort of points our attention towards the right of the panel, the upper right of the panel, which is important to the panel itself. We'll get there. We'll get to the why in just a minute. Um, and uh, so there's the fence in the background. Um, looking over the fence is a neighbor of the uh, Heathcliff family. He's the elderly man who's always seen with um, Heathcliff's elderly man. And he's wearing a collared shirt and, and a red sort of sweater, button-up sweater that he's always wearing. Um, just sort of came by the fence to see what his neighbor's up to in the backyard, I guess, and have a neighborly chat. Sure, you do that. And his neighbor the elderly man who lives with Heathcliff, is in the backyard. He is wearing jeans, yellow shoes for some reason, 
a collared shirt with the sleeves rolled up and no nothing over it. He's also taken off his hat, so we see that he is almost completely bald. There's a few stri- few wisps of white hair and a white mustache. Um, and uh, snaking into the panel from panel left is a hose, um, which is important because in the sort of middle-lower middle part of the panel is um, a uh, barrel. Uh, you know, so in old-timey cartoons, um, they used barrels a lot because barrels were much more of a thing back then. Um so this is like one of those half barrels, you know, like uh, they, they, would, they would barrel whiskey and let it age. And then the, once they took the whiskey out, they would saw the barrel in half and use it to wash things in or um, just as a, a place to throw stuff. That's what we got here, like a barrel that's been sawed in half and is now being used in this case as a thing to bathe in and seated in it is the robot. The robot we see all the time in Heathcliff. It is the robot Heathcliff is said to have built. They imply that all the time. Heathcliff made this robot, and it is his robot, and it does his bidding. The robot itself is gray. It's got a yellow panel on its chest with like indicators and stuff. And for some reason, it's got a square head. I've never understood why that would be the case but its head is square and there's a little antenna coming off of it and it always has a very neutral expression on its robot face. So it's seated in this bath and there are bubbles coming up around it. Uh, Clearly it's being cleaned. The old man is holding a brush in his hand and I said the upper right part of the panel was important and it is um, because there's a tree in the extreme right of the panel And in the upper right corner is the sort of like leafy part of the tree. And in that leafy part of the tree is Heathcliff. We can see his head poking out. And he has a very cross expression on his face as he watches um, his robot being bathed. And um, the old man who lives with Heathcliff, his mouth is open. He's looking up at Heathcliff and he's providing caption to the panel. And he's saying, he always knows when I'm giving his robot a bath. Sure, I mean, Heathcliff programmed the robot. Like, presumably he knows everything that happens to the robot. He gets telemetry and, 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 and fr- information from the robot's sensors to back to his, you know, uh, robot controller. And uh, th- this robot is probably telling him, I am wet, I am damp, I am about to short out. Uh, please remove me from this. And Heathcliff, rather than doing anything about this, and again, Heathcliff is regularly seen punching uh, and and kicking and uh, getting other robots involved. He's just gone up into a tree and stared down angrily. <laughs> Doesn't seem strategically like that's going to do much. Um, and indeed, it's it's not doing much at the moment, but maybe he's about to leap down and free his robot. Why the elderly man takes it upon himself to wash the robot is another question. Nobody likes these robots. They don't do anything for anyone but Heathcliff, and nobody likes Heathcliff. Um, Even the people he lives with don't particularly like being around him. 
if the robot is dirty, if the robot is anything at all, why they would take it upon themselves to fix the problem. Because the other thing here is the robot is clearly pliant enough, if you catch it unguarded, that you can get into a bath. Why not, why not uh, tear its controllers out or, or uh, end its functionality altogether? I mean, Heathcliff would retaliate, but clearly he's going to retaliate just over it being bathed. Free yourselves, guys. Moving on. To the Heathcliff comic for uh, uh, Wednesday, March 13th, 2019. Uh, we're, in, we're in the band setup. We've, we've seen the band set up before. Um, uh, it's uh, just to recap the backyard of the suburban um, home facing um, Heathcliff's house, which is in the top, the corner of which is in the right side of the panel. And then um, the fence to Heathcliff's house runs through the sort of middle of the panel. It's nighttime. And on top of that fence uh, is the band itself. And then in front of the fence, like closest to us in the bottom of the panel, is whatever is watching the band. In the band are Heathcliff and two other cats, and then I guess, yeah, okay, I, I get it. Um, I'll describe that in a second. Heathcliff, we, we've seen this particular incarnation of this band before. It's called Dumpty, um, and all the cats are dressed as eggs, I think the gag is meant to be that, like Humpty Dumpty, they are atop of, on top of fence, and they could fall off the fence, and then they would have a great fall, like Humpty Dumpty. And Heathcliff is um, playing a green guitar, and then there's a drummer cat. There's a stack of amps somehow behind them on the fence, and then there's also a bassist cat who's playing a, a, a blue bass, um, his legs aren't drawn. Like, they're sort of almost drawn. There's a little, like, stump coming off of his body in two places, and then they just vanish. So he's sort of floating there, which is, is weird. I guess they just kind of forgot to fill in his legs there. And then in front of him is an actual egg wearing sunglasses with a microphone in front of it. So clearly that's, that's the singing part of this band. Uh, down front are many birds watching this, um, as is often the way in Gallagher's art, the way he has described a mass is he just slapped yellow across the bottom of the panel and then drew, like a bunch of wings and beaks and bird heads over it um, with some pretty significant gaps of yellow just in there. But you get it. There's a bunch of birds down there. Looking down on this scene from the window of Heathcliff's house are the elderly man who lives with Heathcliff, 
the elderly woman who lives with Heathcliff, and Iggy, the boy who lives with them, for, we presume, tragic reasons. Iggy's mouth is open. He's leaning out the window. Um, the old man and old woman are not so... And we only... There's something really weird going on with the art in this panel, and you should probably just look at it, because there's all kinds of, like, strange errors in it. I can't really tell what went wrong, and it's very difficult to describe, so take a look at this one when you get a chance. The old man and the old woman, suffice to say, only the top halves of their body are drawn, and they're drawn in the top half of the window and the bottom half of the window where Iggy is and leaning out of the window, there's nothing. So they are just, they just kind of look like old ghosts. Anyway, Iggy's mouth is open and he's speaking. Uh, the caption of the panel is, they're touring with the Instagram egg. So that, that egg down front that's singing must be, must be the Instagram egg. This joke is already very old, already played, and um, the Instagram egg is, um, yeah, I mean, like, who cares? <laughs> I gotta be perfectly honest. Why would you go through all this just to make a joke about the Instagram egg that's not even really a joke? It's just, there's the egg. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta fill your time, right? Let's move on. Um, this is the Heathcliff panel for Thursday, March fourteenth, twenty nineteen. We're on the suburban street at night. Uh, in the background, the houses, etc., and a tree in the right side of the panel with two owls in it because it's nighttime. Even though owls don't really hang out with other owls, they're together. Um, the sidewalk runs from, like, uh, runs along the bottom corner of the panel from left to, to right. There's a lawn, um, behind it and a little bit of street in front of it. In the street itself is Heathcliff seated on a, um, an overturned garbage can with garbage pouring out of it. On the lawn behind that is, um, a UFO like a flying saucer with a bubble dome and uh, a, a three tripod legs coming out of it that it is seated upon. And then standing around Heathcliff are four aliens. They're wearing um, space suits, and then they've got green alien heads coming out of the space suits. And Heathcliff is, uh, like I said, he's seated on a pile of garbage, and he's Sort of he's he's in the posture of chatting. He's turned his body away from us, and he's got his mouth open, his hands indicating something, and he's smiling. And the aliens are all laughing uproariously. Um, alien sweat is coming off their heads. Uh, their mouths are wide open. Some of them are holding their stomachs, uh, guffawing. Um, so they've landed on this planet sought out whatever they're seeking, found it in a cat seated atop garbage who makes them laugh. And um, speaking to this, one of the owls, his mouth is open. The caption of the panel is, he's got away with aliens. 
sometimes I feel like Gallagher um, in some of these panels just uh, draws things and then describes them. <laughs> and there's worse ways to uh, spend, spend your time than that. Let's move on to the Heathcliff panel for Friday, March 15th, 2019. Um, okay, so we're inside of a gym. We know that in part because in the right upper quadrant of the panel, we can see the window to the outside, and backwards written on the window is Jim, or from our perspective, M-Y backwards G, um, and then some buildings that we can see off in the distance of the city. So we're in the city inside mm -hmm. of a gym. Uh, uh, on a rack under the window are weights, there's a, sort of a bench press bench in the lower right corner. And then in the le on the left-hand side of the panel are Heathcliff and a trainer. And they're looking at a mirror. So we can see them, and we can see them in the mirror. Um, and their backs are to us, as, and then the mirror versions of them are facing us. The trainer, we know he's a trainer because he's got the word trainer written on his shirt. He's wearing uh, shorts. And, and white sneakers, white socks, and a yellow collared shirt that, again, says trainer. He's got blonde hair, and he's built. Like, he looks like a jacked dude. Heathcliff is drawn to be especially fat in this panel, like fatter than usual, because um, that's part of the joke. Uh, the trainer's mouth is open. He's providing the caption to the panel. Uh, it's a pretty simple panel. Oh, I do appreciate the the reflection that they're observing. And the trainer is saying, somewhere under there is a six-pack. I wonder if the birds got to him. Got to Heathcliff earlier in the week. That that their their jab at him for being overweight upset him. And now he's now he's going to the gym to work out. And the trainer, I mean, isn't... He's providing some encouragement, but in kind of a backhanded, douchey way. And I said, you know, like, I'm somebody who's struggled with my weight my whole, um, whole life. And people do behave that way. And it isn't nice. And I don't know, like, I'm sort of a, a couple minds here because, like, there's not really a joke there. Except, ha-ha, Heathcliff fat. Or, I mean, we're not meant to think that the trainer is being particularly encouraging. This is kind of a kind of a douchey version of encouragement. And I guess we're supposed to laugh at that, but I'm not sure who we're supposed to see as the asshole here. And since we don't know, it's a little... You, you could see the joke being on Heathcliff and therefore the joke being just that Heathcliff is overweight, which is not a particularly kind joke. And obviously there's there's no need to be kind to Heathcliff 
But, you know, there are a lot of people who are reading Heathcliff who have done nobody any injury and who may have negative images of their own body in part because of the way popular culture portrays them or portrays bodies generally. Let's move on to the Heathcliff panel for Saturday, March 16th, 2019, rounding out the week. As you know, we do not do the Sunday panels here. So once again, the elderly neighbor is in the home. We're in one of the many living rooms. Uh, This one has a couch in it. And in the corner, a lamp on a little end table. Uh, there's a window, and there's a um, an archway through which we can see the elderly man and the elderly woman looking like they're washing up something, maybe, or preparing something in the kitchen, in the living area. Um, they've left their elderly neighbor friend. Um, to be entertained by, I guess, Iggy, the small child, and Heathcliff, the cat. Iggy is standing in the lower right quadrant of the panel, and the elderly man is seated in the sort of mid-upper left quadrant of the panel, and Heathcliff is between them doing push-ups. Iggy's mouth is open. He's providing caption to the panel, And he's saying, he's challenging you to a push-up contest. And so I guess here we see like all of the shame that Heathcliff has felt that has been put upon him for the past week written out. He could have a moment with this man, maybe a moment where he grows and changes and stops being so aggressive, or maybe just a moment, you know? Maybe they just learn from each other and and enjoy each other's company. But instead, having, having been treated badly, Heathcliff makes this about him. Heathcliff makes it about proving something. Which is which is sad. Because we shouldn't have to prove things to each other. Anyway, that's all I got for you this week. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And um, as always... Please do not rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any of the things that you use to listen to it. You have much better things to do with your time. But if there's anything you want to let me know or feedback you want to give me, I'd love to hear it. You can do so at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. That's yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.